Before we begin, we would like to say that in our opinion, the following presentation is not suitable for children or for those of you who may have a nervous disposition. dated that much, has it? What did you all think? You lot. Unbelievable. Evening all. Lock-up time, is it? I heard that, Edmund, and I'm not your jailer. I'm here to care for you. Ha! Now, where's the telly off? You said you were on tonight. thought that was why you booked the lounge. I've just been on, you daft old trout. Edmund! So much for care. Oh, you'd try the patience of Job, you would, Edmund. You're as bad as this lot. They all promised to stay awake. Now look at them. That's a piece of history you missed tonight. And it's Mr. Trevithick to you, girl. Well, I'm afraid I have more important things to do than watch you reliving past glories. Oh, never mind. I'm getting this old body to bed, if you'll excuse me. Good night. Oh, I almost forgot. I got a phone call today. Someone from the BBC said they want to come up and interview you. Interview me? Whatever for? Apparently they've been flooded with letters since they started repeating the Nightshade series. I'm probably just amazed that I haven't dropped dead yet. Seems you're famous all over again. (laughs) Shall I tell them it's all right then? What's that? Shall I tell them it's okay to send someone up to see you? If you like. Famous. All over again. Maybe they want to make a new series. A little slap and they'll have you looking 20 years younger. Oh, you've still got it, Edmund Trevithick. 
You've still got it. Hawthorne. Ah, Miss Kidd. The Kraken wakes. Sleep a little longer than intended, did you? Thought so. In fact, dear, here's some advice. If you're that tired, I'd suggest you don't volunteer for night shift in a space tracking facility. You know how crucial this stage is. No, 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 don't bother turning up. You're about as much use as a chocolate teapot. Hello? Miss Kidd? Hello? Damn phone lines! And that's enough ruddy deck the halls as well. What on earth? What the devil's going on? This is Dr. Thomas Hawthorne at station CM8108. Come in, over. CM8108 to HQ. Do you read me? Over. There's a situation here that needs urgent attention. I've massive emissions on our feed. Stacks of data. Tons of the stuff. I've never seen anything quite like it, and it appears to be coming from Orion. Same as before. Do you read me? CM8108 to HQ. Come in. Over. What the hell is happening here? Hawthorne to security, come in, over. Sean, this is Hawthorne at control. The perimeter fence alarm was tripped a moment ago and it hasn't been called in. Now, I was led to believe that this was your job, so where are you? If I come out there to find you sat on your fat behind eating buns again, I'm going to unleash hell. So, what's it going to be, Sean? Over. Sean! Sean! Wonderful. This is Hawthorne to security. Sean, the perimeter fence has been breached. Great big hole torn in it. I'm surrounded by idiots. Your career in security, my friend, is over. Sean. Sean? Is that you? Sean! There. I'm calling the police, whoever you are. God almighty! No, 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 no! It uh, can't be, it's impossible! Oh.
wet and gloomy. But at least you're home. Home? Earth at any rate. Yorkshire. Cook Marsham, to be precise. 1968. Plus a continuous precipitation of condensed oxygen and hydrogen compound. Meaning? Meaning! It's chucking it down. Fetch another brolly, would you? The village isn't far. It's just beyond that monastery. Come on! How does breakfast sound? Sorry, Robin. What's the matter? Nothing. Nothing. I've just got a lot on my mind, son, that's all. You don't look too fresh. A bit of a rough night's sleep. I'll survive. Another nightmare. Mm. Have you seen Dr Shearsmith yet? Look, you really need to see him. And I said I will. Honest. Next chance I get. Well, go and see him today. But take the day off. I can run the pub. It's not like we haven't got the staff either. I've got far too much on. Christmas and all that. Look... If he calls in later, I'll talk to him. I promise. You'd better. Right, I'm off to the post office. Won't be long. It's grim, is what it is. <laughs> That's what they say about the North. No, no. It's characterful, Ace. Distinctive. Now, just look at that church over there. 8th century, I believe. With Norman and Victorian additions. Look at the crenellation. Stunning. Yeah. Yeah, well... Oh, there's a pub just there. That looks rather pleasant. Looks closed to me. I hope it's not. The TARDIS food dispenser's all very well, but sometimes you just can't beat a decent British cuppa. Morning. Good morning. You folks okay? You look a little lost. We are just wondering if this fine establishment was open for breakfast just yet. Oh, sure is. We've just opened. I'm Robin. I run this place with my stepdad. Ah, splendid. I'm the doctor. Pleased to meet you. Hello. Hi. And you are? Ace. Ace. Lovely to meet you, Ace. Right, well, uh, I have to get going. Got a few errands to run. See you later, perhaps. Nice chap. Now then, Ace. Ace? What? If you're still interested in breakfast... You need to look at the facts, Sergeant. All right then, Mr Nightshade. That's Professor, son. Professor, fine. So tell me, what am I missing? You've got one minute. A disappearance. People afraid to leave their homes. I travelled here upon hearing that there were sightings of ghosts, monsters. Now you have a death on your hands. You'd think none of it would be connected, but it feels like it is, and I think... There is a connection. What are you getting at here, Nightshade? There's a thread to all of these phenomena, Sergeant. Something binding them together. If I'm right, I can pull on that thread, unravel everything, make sense of it all. Edmund? Edmund? It's all in your mind, you old fool. A nightmare. It's all in your mind. It 
Has to have been. Edmund, what are you doing out here? You'll catch your death. Getting some air, if that's all right by you. <sighs> Sergeant Lowcock's gone back to the station. Already? Well, they don't hang around long. Well, he was called away. There's been another disappearance in the village. Dr. Shearsmith this time. Oh, it's very worrying. Besides, there's not a lot they can do here. Well, they've got a broken window. So what caused it, then? Kids? Hooligans like those long-haired idiots on the news? Ah, it's a possibility. If they can tear up Grosvenor Square, why would they hesitate in attacking an old folks' home? Have the police even bothered looking for clues? I mean, the soil under the window's saturated. There have to be footprints of some kind. There's nothing, Edmund. Listen, are you sure you told the sergeant everything about what happened last night? Of course I am! You're like a wasp at a picnic. Oh, right. I was just asking. No, you are just being annoying. The window was smashed. I woke up. I rang for you. That's all. Right. Okay. Okay. I believe you. At least we've got an officer on watch for the next few nights. Should make us all feel a bit more secure. Oh, um, the sergeant asked me to thank you again for the autograph. He certainly made his day. Professor Nightshade. Yes, well, always keep the punters happy, Jill. That's what I say, always keep them happy. How are you, Eve? Mmm. Ah, better off to that full English. Oh, I needed it. No, no, no. What I meant was, how are you keeping? I don't understand. You see me every day. I know I do. I suppose I'm just curious as to how you really are in yourself. Hmm? I'm not putting this very well, am I? Nope. You've lost me, if I'm honest, Doctor. What I'm trying to discover is whether you're happy, Ace. Whether you don't think it's time to put down a few roots. I've begun to wonder if I'm just being a selfish old time lord, keeping you from better things. Better things? Doctor, you've shown me worlds. You've shown me the universe. I don't want anything else. What better things could possibly be out there for me? Where would I go? Oh, it's all right, Ace. Don't panic. I'm not about to abandon you. Okay. So what is all this about? Have I ever talked to you about Susan? Don't think so. Girlfriend? (laughs) My granddaughter. We were from the same planet. I enrolled her in a school when I came to Earth with the hand of Omega. We saw so much in our time together. And there's not a day that passes when I don't think about her. But she left me. She moved on, like all of my companions do. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Thinking about what? Settling down or retiring. What? Settling down somewhere for a few centuries at least. Somewhere away from death. All the tragedy. Far from the madding crowd. I think it's about time to stop all this aimless wandering. You're serious, aren't you? You're really serious. After all the good you've done. Have I really done good, eh? All these years of travelling and roaming about, writing wrongs, interfering. How can you say that? 
You know you've done good. Everyone's in your debt. The entire world. A hundred times over. You know that as well as I do. But have I the right to take it upon myself? To act as self-appointed judge and jury? You know you've done good, Professor. But have I, Ace? Have I? I'm tired. I'm just so tired. And where will you go? Well, that's the reason I brought us here. Somewhere blissfully ordinary and untroubled. So I can think about that bit in peace. Gallifrey had crossed my mind. But you're always telling me what a dreary hole it is. All those fat old time lords swanning around doing nothing all day. Isn't that what you left in the first place? One of the reasons, yes. But maybe it's time to go back there. Why? What's changed? I have. All these years of poking my nose into other people's business. Perhaps I should try and sort things out at home first. Yes, Gallifrey is corrupt and it's a bureaucratic nightmare, but its hearts are in the right places. I think it's time I stop shirking my responsibilities. But you're all I've got, Doctor. You can't retire. I don't even think you could. I'm sorry, Ace. I'd like some time to myself to think. I was wondering if you could... Make myself scarce? Well, just for a short while, if that's all right. Yeah, I understand. Where will you be? Who knows? There's a monastery. Good place to think. Monasteries. Pent mid cloisters dim. <sighs> I'll meet you back here in a couple of hours. Got it. Sorry to interrupt, folks. Was everything all right with the breakfast? Delicious, thanks. Great cheers. Oh, can I ask, what's with that flying saucer thing up the road? <laughs> That's the space tracking station, love. Famous in all the right circles. We have all sorts trooping up there. Picks up radio messages from outer space. I always keep that table in the corner reserved in case we ever get a visit from any little green men. <laughs> <laughs> can I get either of you anything else? No, I'm good, thanks. I'm going to go for a wander. Might check out that space station. Be on your best behaviour, won't you? Don't worry, Doctor. I'll see you later. Thanks again for the breakfast, Lawrence. OK. You're a doctor, then? Here on medical matters at all? No. Quite the opposite, in fact. I was just explaining to my friend that I've decided to retire. So I'm here to spend some time away from it all. Time to think. Ah, uh, sanctuary, eh? We often get people coming here for a bit of quiet time. I was just about to nip out for some fresh air if you'd care to join me. I could show you a couple of the sights. That would be delightful. You can see why people enjoyed visiting Crookmarsham. We've got the monastery there, the church. The radio telescope. Quite a recent addition, that. Five, six years old. You're tuned in to messages from the stars, then? Allegedly. See, the village is steeped in history, Doc. I've got a mountain of books and records on this place, if you'd ever like to see them. Marsham Castle, for instance. Gone now, of course. One of the ruins that Thomas Cromwell knocked about a bit. <laughs> the other Cromwell, actually. Now, that place was notorious for weird happenings. After the Battle of Marston Moor, the Royalists taking cover there were plagued by some unusual visions. They surrendered. The castle was completely destroyed in a fire shortly after. No idea what caused it. Hmm. Arresting. Well, 
Just stories, really. It's all rather colourful. There's no trace of the castle now, mind. Well, I'm sure the view of the battlefield from where the castle stood is quite spectacular. No, it isn't, actually. That's where they built the damn radio telescope. Retirement. What's the matter with you, Doctor? You're not the pipe and slippers type. Why are you retiring? Why now? Oh, a space tracking centre with a massive hole torn in its fence. Top-notch security. First class. Oh, what's that? A body. That's a body. Downstairs, been looking all over for you. Everything all right? Yes, son. Shattered. I thought I'd have 40 winks. What's happening downstairs? Oh, nothing much. Hey, have you heard the news? Dr Shearsmith's disappeared now. That's him, as well as old Jack Prudo, in the space of two days. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you're okay? Anything I can do? I'm beginning to get a bit worried. Honestly, Robin, don't worry about me. I'll be down in a minute. No, look, just stay here. Have a rest. No, no. Rest, please. Have a nap. I've got the bar covered and Tracy starts in ten. It's quiet enough. Uh, I suppose so. A nap does sound good. You'll feel better for it. Try not to think about your Alf, either, okay? God. Alf... <laughs> This is ridiculous. Oh, biggest input of data I've ever had, and I can't call anyone. I'd be better off sending HQ a postcard. What on earth? Who are you? Listen, you... you've got to come. Quick! Trespassers. That's all I need. I'm going to throttle that security guard of ours. It's outrageous. How did you get in here? There's... there's a gaping hole in the fence. Listen yes, to I me! Yes, I am aware of that. Our security officer's gone AWOL. What's your name? It's Ace. Don't be ridiculous. May I ask what you're doing in this compound? I was in the village with a friend of mine, the Doctor. He went off to explore, but I was more curious about this place. Well, you know what they say about curiosity. So you just sneaked in for a look round, did you? You damn locals wandering all over the moor like gypsies. What? Thought you'd be used to the telescope by now. This is a government installation, young lady. I can't just let all and sundry traipse through. Listen to me, will you? There's a body outside. A body? Outside, near the fence. I see. I see. And what did it look like? Rotten. It's all decomposed and covered in flies. Looks like it's wearing a uniform as well. Could be your security guard. Look here. 
don't think for a second that you can get out of trouble by making up cock and bull stories. I saw it. I swear. Come and take a look if you don't believe me. If the phones were working, I'd call the police. As it is, just think yourself lucky. Wait, the phones aren't working? You mean we're cut off? For the time being. But as soon as they're fixed, I'm calling the police. So stay put. Ah, great. Here we go again. I've done enough. I've been cut off from Gallifrey for too long. No more wandering in the fourth dimension. I should never have interfered. I'm going back, Susan. Back home with no regrets and no fuss. I shall simply... Fade away. I've done enough. <sighs> Looks like there's a storm coming. Lawrence, listen to me. The phone's dead, so I need to go and find you a doctor. I'll be as quick as I can, all right? I'll send Tracy up to look after you, all right? Lawrence? Send him back, Robin! Tell Alf to leave me be! What? Can I come in? Only if you turn around and walk straight back out again. Very funny, Edmund. Uh, there are some workmen coming to fix the window first thing tomorrow, so you won't have to put up with this carport for much longer. Good. Are you sure you'll be all right on your own for a few hours? I'm not a child, Jill. I can look after myself. You're taking the others home? Most of them. Mm. So who's catching one last yuletide frolic before the cemetery, then? <laughs> Who's off where? Uh, Mr Dutton, Mr Bollard and Mrs Messingham are going to Durham. God save Durham. Mrs Holland's going over to Leeds. Oh, come, friendly bombs, and fall on Leeds. <laughs> she got a bit of a thing for you, hasn't she? That's <laughs> one word for it, Jill. As soon as I walk into the room, she's all over me like shingles. And the rest of them are going to York for the duration, so we're getting a coach there where they'll meet their families. All except me. All except you. It's because of your bloody-mindedness I have to spend my Christmas in Crook Martian. Could be worse. You could be me having to spend Christmas with you. God, your hard work, Edmund. Oh, this bloke from the BBC. Hmm. What time is he visiting me tomorrow? I have no idea. Well... Hasn't he called or something? No. Phones are down, so he'll turn up when he turns up. Oh, I thought you weren't bothered about the interview. I didn't say I was. I'm not. Miss Mason. Oh, Robin! 
happened? What's the matter? It's my stepdad. He's really not well and it's getting worse. Oh. He needs help. Dr Shearsmith's gone. I've, I've tried calling for a doctor, but our phone's dead. Oh, I heard Dr Shearsmith was missing. Well, where's Lawrence now? <clears throat> Back at the pub. OK, come on. You know, I, I think I'll come with you. Um, people disappearing, communications failing, what happened here last night. Uh, something doesn't sit right with me. Uh, go on, go on. I'll meet you there. Don't get hysterical. God above. What you suppose did this, Professor? I don't know, Sergeant. Not yet. What about the rocket crew? It's impossible. There's no trace of them anywhere. My suits? What about their spacesuits? Empty. Where has everybody gone? Stay away. Send him away from me. Who does he mean? Send who away, Robin? Alf. His brother. His dead brother. Alf. Get away. Alf. Is he going to be okay, Miss Mason? Well, he's semi-conscious. And his temperature isn't going through the roof, so that's a good sign. He's going to need more than just sleeping pills, though, Robin. We need to get a real doctor. No offence, Jill. Well, he should be all right for now, until we get proper help. What's all this about his brother, Alf, then? He's been having nightmares. About two weeks ago, I heard him screaming, so I ran up here and found him naked on the bathroom floor. He told me about the nightmares after that, told me about Alf. Who's dead? Yeah, killed during the war. His ship was torpedoed in the Pacific or something. Mm. Half the crew survived the sinking... Sharks got most of them, though. Alf included. Oh, heavens above. So the nightmares have become much worse, then? It's reached the point where he's claiming to now see Alf, Mr Trevithick. His ghost. His ghost? Yeah. That's what he says he saw in the bathroom. He needs professional help. And that's what he'll get. Don't worry, son. We just have to get these phones working. Well, I'm taking the other residents over to York later. I could get in touch with the doctor there. Bring them back with me. Good idea. I'd really appreciate that, Miss Mason. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, the least I can do. He's sleeping now, see? Come on, son. Let's head back downstairs. We can keep checking in on him. I could murder a copper. How about you, Edmund? Hmm. <sighs> that hits the spot. You know, I, I don't think I've ever seen the pub this quiet. We're closed, Mr Trevithick. I locked up. Thought it was for the best until Lawrence is seen to. Ugh, a punter, no doubt. I should make a sign for the door. Oh. Ah, Robin. Hello again. Oh, uh, hello. Please, come in. You're getting soaked. Oh, sorry if, to be an inconvenience. <sighs> I had no idea you were closed so early. Oh, we don't usually. We've got a bit of a situation, that's all. I see. Well, I'm just looking for my friend Ace. Uh, I told her I'd meet her back here. Any sign of her? No, nothing, I'm afraid, Doctor. Oh, well, I'm sure she's fine. Wait, you're a doctor? Oh, Doctor, this is Jill Mason and this is Mr Trevithick. Trevithick? Uh, yes, in... the very one. <laughs> I suppose you want an autograph. Don't worry about a pen, I've got one on me. Mr. Trevithick, 
You're one of the finest engineers. I've always wanted to meet. No way. Wrong century, isn't it? Mm. A different chap. Sorry. I'm Edmund Trevithy, ah. the actor. Mm-hmm. I used to be Professor Nightshade. Do you remember? Um. You do, I can tell. In the mouth of darkness, the horror from the blizzard. Nightshade and the imps? Oh, forget it. Uh, would you like a drink whilst you wait, Doctor? Uh, no, thank you, Robin. I can't stay. Listen, Doctor, there's something the matter with Robin's stepdad. Oh, really? Uh, what is it? We're not entirely sure. He's in a state of shock. Delirious. Brought on by night terrors, it seems. And now he's seeing ghosts. Mm. Will you take a look at him, Doctor? Ah, uh, I have to stop you there, Edward. Edmund! Oh, sorry. Yeah, you see, I, I, I'm not that kind of doctor... I'd call your local GP. Call the local... Doctor, unless you've been hiding under a rock for the past several hours, you'd know that we can't, because he's vanished. And the bleeding phones aren't working either. Look, Mr Trevithick, I'm sure there's a perfectly irrational explanation. We can't reach anyone outside of the village. We need help. Help? Uh, I'm sorry. There's just nothing I can do. Uh, if you'll excuse me, I have to be going. I have to find my friend. Wait! Doctor! I'll, I'll be back in a minute. Doctor! Doctor, wait! Robin! Shouldn't you be with Lawrence? Oh, he's fine. He's sleeping. It's not like he's alone back there. I wanted to ask you about your friend. Ace? Yeah. Ace. Her real name's Dorothy. <laughs> but she wouldn't thank me for telling you. <laughs> ah, right, I must keep quiet about that then. Where are you going? After Ace, the space tracking station. Ace is there. She said she was heading in that direction. Well, anyway, I, I wanted to ask you... Stop. What? What's wrong? That. On the ground, up ahead. What is it? Oh, oh my God! <coughs> That's... That's... A corpse, yes. <laughs> Massive tissue collapse. Hmm. I've never seen anything quite like this. And I've seen a few things in my time. I think... God, I think that's old Jack Prudo. Ah, Jack Prudo. Mm. Who's that? A bloke from the village went missing a couple of days ago. Positive it's him? Positive. I'm going to be sick. Robin! 
can't... I don't believe what I've just... The state of his body... Don't distress yourself. I hope there's a shorter route back to the village from here. What are we going to do? We? I'm sorry, but I'm not getting involved. I can't. I'm going to find Ace and we're leaving. Ah, finally. Here at last. What? No, we, we can't trespass onto government property. I can. How? And I think you'll need a special type of key for this security gate. What was that? A special type of key. <laughs> Sonic one. Great for opening doors. Come on. We shouldn't be doing this, Doctor. Yes, the thought had crossed my mind. Now, Robin, um, circumstances like these demand tact and patience. Understand? Yes, Doctor. Professor! Yes? Oh, marvellous. Come in. Come in. The more the merrier. Liberty Hall. Am I glad to see you. Hello again. Oh, hello. I can't see them, Ace. Can you? See what? Bottles of booze, cosy armchairs, crackling fire, packets of crisps. This doesn't look at all like the pub in which we agreed to meet. I know, Professor. Doctor! I'm that doctor. How many times do I have to say it? Sorry. There's... There's something really strange happening here. Of course there is. There always is. <sighs> sorry. I'm sorry too, Ace. I, I shouldn't have snapped like that. A, a few things have been brought to my attention as well. Telephones not working. People seeing ghosts. We found a corpse on the moor. That too. Another? This is preposterous. I found a body outside as well by the security fence. Oh, it was proper rank. Faceache doesn't believe me, though. Uh, Faceache can hear, you know, and you're right. I don't believe you. So, you're the scientist she's been telling me about. Yes, the scientist, explorer, philanthropist, general do-gooder. That's me. Now, come along, Ace. Dr Hawthorne needs your help. I do not. All I said was that it'd be nice to get an objective opinion on all this. It's been driving me up the wall. I said you would help. Ace, this is the sort of thing we talked about earlier. Getting involved. I can't do it. I've had enough. We're leaving. Leaving? But these people are cut off. Bodies are turning up left, right and centre. That isn't normal. It can't be ignored. I think what Dr Hawthorne's experiencing here has something to do with it all. Help him. Help this village. You're the doctor. That's what you do. I, for one, reckon we should think pragmatically and try to make sense of this data, bodies or no bodies. Will you help him? I'll have a look at what's happening here. That's all. Nothing more. Right. What have you got then, Dr Hawthorne? We've got an exploding star on our hands. Show me. Ace, if that's your name... Could you do me a huge, huge favour? Of course. Could you and this spotty youth go away? There's a TV room down the corridor, fifth door on the left. What? I think we should leave them to it. Oh, fine. Come on. A white dwarf. Double. Fairly large one, isn't it? It's the only bit of solid information we have. It's the rest of this stuff that doesn't make sense. Massive energy levels of some kind flooding the systems. We can't cope with it. We can't trace it. 
but it has to be coming from the same sector as the Nova. We've had the telescope trained on the same area since all this began. Right. And where's your Nova located? It's the Bellatrix Double in Orion. We've been monitoring the whole constellation for weeks now. But the other signals are completely different. It's just a stream of nonsense. It can't be coming from Bellatrix. And then that happens. Do you like Top of the Pops? Yeah. Although I never really have the time to watch telly these days. I love it. (laughs) So, how did you meet up with the Doctor again? We came to the pub looking for you. I I think you were supposed to meet him there. Oh, yeah. I got held up here. Mm. How are you feeling? Bit of a shock seeing a corpse, isn't it? (sighs) Yeah. You can say that again. I'm just really worried about my stepdad. Lawrence? What's wrong? He's he's not well. No one's sure what it is that's wrong with him. I've left him back at the pub with a couple of the locals. Lovely people, though, so... Well, then, I wouldn't worry. He's in good hands. What the hell is this place, Professor? And what's it got to do with what's been happening in the village? This derelict building's been at the heart of all the attacks, Barclay. The history of this place is phenomenal, sinister. I had my suspicions after I got that bizarre reading on the scanner. The what? Should always trust one's instincts. I have a theory. What we're dealing with here is a force, an entity, attracted to mortal fear... Officer Dyson felt it strongly earlier this evening. This thing manifests itself as your worst nightmare. It's like a contagion of fear. Come with me, down to the basement. There's something here, Barclay, I'm sure of it. Something ancient. Can you feel that? The room feels charged. As if the force is just radiating out of it. I've heard that sound before. Oh, dear. We need to leave, Sergeant. We must leave at once. What's going on, Professor? I think I've just made a terrible mistake. Oh, my Lord. Edmund, what are you doing? Thinking. Remembering. Oh, you're getting soaked. Come on, let's get you back inside. What's on your mind? There's something happening in this village, Jill. I think it's beyond any of our understanding. We've got to do something fast. Look at the facts. Pool our resources. What facts, Edmund? What what do you think's happening? Jill, there was something I never did tell Sergeant Locock this morning. About last night. Right. Something broke in. Well, we suspected kids. No, 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 no. Not someone. Something. 
I saw a figure after it broke the window, just for a moment. But it was familiar, so real. And then I heard the voice. Voice? It spoke my name, Jill. But not Trevithick. It called me by my old character. It called me Nightshade. Right. And then what? Well, uh, I'm, I'm ashamed to say I passed out. Okay. And, and you think this vision has something to do with everything that's happened lately? With Lawrence? People disappearing? The phones? I don't know, Jill. I wish I had a concrete answer for that. Right. Uh, listen, I, I have to get back and see to the other residents. Make sure they're all ready to go. The coach will be here soon. But I'll be back in a couple of hours or so with a doctor. Okay? Can you stay here with Lawrence until then? Well, I'm not going anywhere. I'd mm. best go check on him, actually. You do that. I'll see you shortly. Lauren? Lauren? Lauren, can you hear me? Lawrence! No! No, no! Oh! Lawrence says you can't tell the boys from the girls these days. <laughs> Mick Jagger really gets his goat. Oh, you should see him now. He's well past it. What do you mean? Oh, nothing. So, Dorothy. He told you. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Oh, it's all right. Just don't tell anyone else or I may have to kill you. Fair enough. Uh, where are you from then? Perivale. It's a little borough in the south. Never heard of it. Are they all like you in Perryvale? They? The girls. No. Some of them are really violent. <laughs> and some aren't as clever. <laughs> Do you like living there? Depends which century you're in, really. Ah, uh, what? You lived here your whole life, then? Uh, no, I moved here with Lawrence when I was eight, I think. Yeah, eight. How are you finding it? I like it. It's quaint, peaceful. The locals are pleasant. I don't think I could live in the city. Not yet, anyway. Have you ever been to London? Yeah, once, last year. What did you think? <laughs> Bloody massive, isn't it? It's far too big. <laughs> yeah. Do your parents live there then, in Perryvale? Mm, nope. I spend my days with the doctor. Oh, right. Tell me about him. Well, we travel together. He's a sort of, oh, I don't know, a, a guru for me, I guess. Oh, no, you're into all that hippie rubbish, aren't you? No. <laughs> the doctor... He's my mentor. He teaches me things, shows me places. He helps me to, to grow. You don't seem like you need much help. Oh, I did. I <laughs> still do. Sometimes I feel like he manipulates me, but it usually turns out for the best. Usually. Cruel to be kind, eh? Mm, something like that. I feel there's a but coming here. But this morning he was just a bit odd. Talked about calling it a day. Said he's retiring. Now it's made me think about what I'll do once he does. All good things come to an end, Ace. Yeah, true. But he's in there now, helping others again. 
I think at the back of my mind, I think that he knows that he could never really retire. I just don't know. Bellatrix again. Hell of a Nova. Shame we can't sort out the real signals from all this dross. Tell me, what's the tolerance of your safety cutouts? Well, this is the odd thing. They should have cut out way before the levels they've reached. And we've sustained no damage so far. But why do you ask? Ace! Something's playing on my mind. What is it, Professor? We need to go back into that pub. Uh, Robin, Lawrence told me he had some records, books about the village. Uh, yeah, loads of old stuff. Boxed up in the attic. I, I really should be getting back there, mind. See how he is. Dr Hawthorne, I'll need you to contact me if there's another energy surge. It's very important. I think it may make some sense of what's been happening here. Well, can't you just tell me now so you and the mouth over there what? don't have to come back? I need to check something first to prove it. And that's something I need isn't here. Fine, here, walkie-talkie. Not much of a range, but that might work in your favour. It may have survived the blowout. Thank you. Right, come on, you two. Au revoir, Dr Hawthorne. Strange little man. Right. The driver says we should be in Leeds in about 40 minutes, Mrs Holland. Wilfred? Is that you? It's Jill, love. The coach can't move any faster, I'm afraid. (laughs) Have you taken your travel sickness tablets? I was just thinking of my Wilfred, that song. (laughs) He's gone now, you know. I know. 1915, I can remember the day. He was first in the queue at the recruiting office, you know. Used to parade up and down in front of the mirror with his big boots and all his buttons shining. I'll be back for Christmas, he said, but but he weren't. <laughs> he weren't. Oh, there, there, love. Never mind, eh? What the hell? Mr. Bell, you okay? There, look, out on the road. What's the matter? Soldiers, look. There's soldiers all, all lined up. You can see their butts. Help! Help me! I, I can't see it! I can't see it! Go! Robin. Oh, Mr. Trevithick. Uh, look, thanks so much for staying with Lawrence. I didn't mean to be gone that long. Mr. Trevithick? We, 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 we didn't hear. We, we, we didn't hear him. W- w- what's wrong? Where is he? I heard nothing. He, w- he was asleep. I don't understand. Was Mr. Trevithick? Where's Lawrence? He's... No. No! I have to see him. Robin, son, it will do no good. You'll only upset yourself.
I don't know what happened. Oh, oh Robin. Oh. Oh, come on, sit down. Here. I couldn't reach anyone. Jill left. I, I just... Chuck Prudo. The same thing happened to him. Who is... Chap from the village. Found him out on the moor. Dead? As a coffin nail. Oh, Mr. Trevithick, stay here with Robin. Get him some water. Ace, follow me. What time period am I supposed to be looking for? As far back as you can go. We're looking for anything unusual. Why are we doing this? We can see history, real history, past and future. This is bound to be dull beside that. Are you feeling hungry, Ace? Hungry? No. Why'd you ask? You moan a lot when you're hungry, that's all. Just keep looking. The quicker I can find what I need for Dr Hawthorne, the quicker I can get out of here and back to Gallifrey. Oh. What? What have you found? History? Archaeology. It seems there was an expedition to Crook Marsham in 1919. A dig. Oh, they found remnants of quarrying from the Stone Age. Seems it was abandoned under mysterious circumstances. Where was this then? I'll give you one guess. I think we've found out as much as we can from here. Doctor? Ah, yes, um, Dr. Hawthorne, over. Oh, it works. Great stuff. I'm monitoring a slow build up over here. Over. On my way. Out. Coming, Ace. Well, I thought I might stay here with Robin and look after him. Very well. Make sure he keeps it together, won't you? I'm off to see Dr Hawthorne. Steady signals? Yes, but not from the Nova. Something else. A build-up of some kind. As if it were gaining strength. As if what were gaining strength? I think it's time we examined a few facts. This station is not the only thing to occupy the site. There was quarry work here thousands of years ago. And a 12th century castle too. The castle was unoccupied for most of its life because it was reputed to be haunted. That is fascinating, Doctor. Unfortunately, we have enough problems in the material world. Bear with me. Now, during the English Civil Wars, the castle was occupied by a small troop of cavaliers who saw something that terrified them. Afterwards, the castle was razed to the ground by fire. Read. In 1919, an archaeological expedition was launched, ostensibly to dig up the ancient quarry, but it was abandoned after several prominent members disappeared. I don't see what you're getting at here. I would have dismissed this stuff as superstition just as readily as you, were it not for some striking parallel. All right, let's hear it. Several people have died. Dr Shearsmith's missing. The landlord of the Shepherd's Cross pub claimed to see his brother's ghost before he was killed. So? You said parallels, Doctor. Read on. There. Am I being tortured? Read it. Further investigation into the disappearances was hampered by a breakdown in the telephone systems and a mysterious outbreak of sickness which affected any who strayed from the moor. 
Although later attributed to a form of water poisoning, no concrete information has become available. Now, I need hardly remind you of the disappearances and our communication difficulties. Right. And what about the sickness outbreak? Mm, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. <laughs> Intriguing. Keep this up and you'll have me believing in Santa Claus. I mean, what are you trying to suggest? That we're being plagued by demons? Who do you think you are? Waltzing in here and telling me what to do. Story of my life. And now you're telling me ghost stories. Dr. Hawthorne, I urge you to take this very seriously. Something dreadful has fallen upon Crook Marsham. People are dying. I can't explain what it is. And I can't explain why it's killing. But... We must be on our guard, all of us, because I have a feeling that soon, soon the people of this village are going to know fear. I should have been there with him. He wasn't well, Ace, and I abandoned him. You can't blame yourself, Robin. This isn't your fault. Understand what happened to your dad... Oh, he wasn't my dad. I was too old to think of him as my dad, but... I knew him better than anyone else. Loved him just as much as a father. I know you did. What's happened is... Really dreadful, and you're going to hurt. No loss is easy to bear. The void's no easier to fill. And I know the yearning to see him and and speak to him will be just as strong. But you're not alone, Robin. And you never will be. I'm here for you. We all are. Oh, son. I'm just... uh, I wish there was something that I could do. I feel useless just sitting here. It's fine, Mr Trevithick. I'm glad you've been around for me today. It means the world. I just can't believe he's gone, Ace. Maybe that's good. What do you mean by that? I mean, maybe it's good that you can't take it in just yet. You've got to keep your wits about you right now. I think the best thing you can do for him is keep it together... Be strong. The doctor's going to figure out what's going on. He's going to fix everything. He always does. I suppose. Look, uh, I could do with some air. Would you mind coming outside with me? Not at all. 
Accident by the looks of it. it. Looks like a coach. It is a coach. That's Jill. Jill. <laughs> Miss Mason, what the hell happened? Are you all right? Oh, I'm fine. We were heading for York. Then the, the driver said he saw. I can't explain it. I saw them too on the road, lined up like ghosts. Ghosts. Soldiers, but but. From a long time ago, the Great War. Our driver, he was hysterical. He, he just let go of the wheel. He died. Was there anyone else hurt? Oh, no, just a few bumps and bruises, thank God. Most are in shock. The police are on their way, though. We'll have to take everyone to the church until we can get medical assistance. Well, Robin and I can help. Definitely. Yes, let them go with you, Jill. They'll take care of you. I need to find a doctor. But I'll be back... This is the strongest signal I've seen so far. We've got to use the safety cutouts. It's too big this time. See what you can do. It's no good. I can't stop it. Doctor! Edmund, what are you doing here? Excuse me, this is a private bloody property. You can't just barge Doctor, in Doctor, I need to speak to you. Not now, Edmund, not now. What's that for? The fence has been breached again. I should go and check it. No, it's not safe. Power cut. Doctor. I've got some candles lying around somewhere, back in a tick. Yes, Edmund, what is it? There's something I haven't told you. I think it might have something to do with whatever you're trying to figure out here. Possibly. Go on. I've seen a monster. Eight foot tall, like a great insect. I told you about my old television show, Nightshade. Well, I can tell you for certain that the creature, that real creature was the same thing that I used to fight on television. Was it now? Yes, it wasn't a man in a rubber suit, not this time. You have to believe me, Doctor. I'm not doubting you, Edmund. It was a real thing. That's what I saw, and that's what smashed my window at the old folks' home. They've come to get me. Just like Lawrence's brother came back for him. Where are Ace and Robin? They're at the church. They're looking after Jill and everyone from the home. They were involved in a road accident. A road accident? As they were leaving the village. Nothing too serious. Tell me, Edmund, what happened? What's that? Oh, uh, oh, damn. It's just an alarm call I forgot about. You have an alarm on your watch? Yeah. Where did you get it? Camden Market. What was it you said earlier on? When the stones were on? Nothing. No, you said you should see him now. What did you mean? <sighs> Look, I'm not from around here. Yeah, I gathered that much. Who is the doctor, anyway? Your dad? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. No, I told you, he's my... mentor. Look, Ace, whatever's going on here... You seem to know more about it. You, you just seem to take it all in your stride, like you've seen it all before. Well, I've seen some things in my time. Look, uh, Robin, the doctor's brought me here from the future. I bloody knew it! <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. 
You're from... What? Tell me more, please. Your mind's spinning right now, I know, but I can't tell you. Watch out. I haven't been to this church in years. Really? No. Last time might have been my wedding day, actually. <laughs> I noticed the ring on your finger. Where's your husband now? Oh, if you don't mind me asking. Bob? He passed. Yeah. He died not long after the wedding. About four months after. Brain aneurysm. Oh. It's this time of year when he's always on my mind. <laughs> it would have been our third wedding anniversary next week. First of January. God, where does the time... Bob? Jill? Miss Mason? What's that? Bob? Is that you? Mace, what the hell is that? I don't know, but we need to move now! Hurry, Miss Mason! Jill! Come on, Jill! We have to go! Grab him! Grab him! me of the war, this? I bet it does. Perhaps you'd like to fill me in on what's been going on here. I wish I knew. You wouldn't understand, Mr. Trevithick. Well, I mean, it'd be difficult to explain. Science. Ah. I, um, I heard you were in the village. A colleague told me. I thought about going to see you, actually. You were a big hero of mine. Wow. Means a lot, that, son. Thank you. It really has been lovely having all this attention since the BBC started airing Nightshade again. It's like the moment never ended. And I'm being interviewed by a reporter tomorrow. Oh. I have to admit, I'm really looking forward to it. Perhaps they'd like to make another series. Yes, the thought had occurred. Perhaps, perhaps, you never know. I remember all the kids at school wanting to be the monsters, but I wanted to be Professor Nightshade. I suppose it got me started on physics, in a way. Well, I'm very honoured. <laughs> all that rocket stuff, eh? <laughs> I could never make head or tail of it. It's funny. Hmm? Life seems to be stranger than fiction right now. I'm struggling to believe it. Things I, I would never have believed possible... Those monsters you mentioned, for instance. Monsters? What, from Nightshade, you mean? I saw one. Really. A bloody 
monster. <laughs> Can't say I've seen anything like that, Mr. Dravithic. Not round here. We're missing something. What is it? I see the creature from my old series. Poor Lawrence believed that the ghost of his late brother appeared to him. Your security guard and Jack Prado. What did they see? Um. Perhaps their elements from our past. Our memories. Things we probably haven't thought about in years come alive. But what's behind it? What's behind it? Think now. We are being bombarded by data from space. Maybe it's... Invaders from Mars. That's your province, not mine. At least in the real world. Remembrance of things past. Hmm? Memory is such a powerful thing. <sighs> I don't know. I need a drink. A proper one. And I wish the doctor would come back. He seems to know more than we do. Oh, power's coming back up. Data from the Bellatrix Nova. And... And something else. What is it? A sort of pulse. A steady pulse in the background, like interference. But with a pack. Oh. It's getting stronger. Slipping into a coma here. Coffee, Mr. Trevithick. Are you sure you should go wandering off on your own? We don't want to risk anything, do we? I I did a few Hammer films in the 50s. People get bumped off one by one. You always end up saying, why do they go off on their own? It's so obvious. Maybe we should stick together? Well, come with me then. (sighs) What the hell? Oh! Something's breaking through the wall! Son, I, I think we'd better get out of here sharp. You see it's them! Into the corridor! Run! Now! They've come back for me! We need something to barricade the door! You better run, Mr. Trevithy! But what about you, son? Going to hold much longer. Uh, listen, we'll have to split up. If you can get outside, you might stand but, a chance. But, but there's no other way. Stop standing there and run! Oh, hell, Edmund. What have you got yourself into? Ah, and you have no damned idea where you're going. Where the devil am I? 
Oh, God! No! No! No, get back! Get back! Oh, come on! Come on, bloody lift! Come on! Case. We've seen what it can do. So, there you are. What are you? What are you? How long have you been here? Before the world? What are you? Where have you come from? Only ever here. Look at all that energy pouring from it. What do you need? Yes, we've established that. What is it that you need? Doctor! Your life! My life? Doctor, we need to move now! I've got a plan! Which is? This! Nitro 9, unstable but effective. No, no ways! Come on! No! Yes! How that? You are right, Doctor? <coughs> Fine! Ha! Did I do good, <coughs> Professor? Nothing could have been worse! Huh? It feeds off energy! And you gave it a nice hors d'oeuvre! For the main dish. What do you mean, main dish? That thing in the church, that sentience, is of incalculable age. 
the earth may have formed around it. It runs through space like a vein of mineral in the rocks. You saw it. It's growing. It is hungry. And you've only gone and made it stronger. I was talking to it, Ace. Beginning to understand. So, what do we do now, Doctor? Come on. Back to the radio telescope and hurry. It's time to lay some ghosts to rest. There are things in here with us that are not of this world. I know it may be difficult to accept, but trust me, I've encountered these beings many times before. They're the vanguard of the invading force from a distant planet. My greatest enemy. Mr. Trevithick? Mr. Trevithick! Where are you, old man? Mr. Trevithick! Mr. Trevithick, what happened to you? Damn creatures. One of them got me in the lift. I managed to kill it thanks to the old service revolver. Then I dragged myself here. Can you stand? Do you think I'd be on the floor if I could? Right. Hold still. That's a deep cut. You're losing blood. Look... We need to get you back to control. You need first aid. Do you have a death wish? That's where they broke in. No, no, the place is clear. Trust me. I watched the others retreat back across the moor once I managed to get outside and hide. Come on, on your feet, Professor. Listen, Stella, I need to tell you something. We need to find the doctor. I think I've found what we've been searching for. Here, sit down, Mr. Trevithick. Rest a moment. Damn, the state of that wall. At least I finally got the view I've always wanted. What's this now? Can you not shut that thing off? My tinnitus is bad enough. A pattern still makes no sense, but it's a pattern. Regular, like a pulse. A pulse. Of course. It's obvious. The doctor was right the whole time. And he didn't know about what. What's that? I've been acting under the assumption that all this data is coming from space, because that's where it's supposed to come from. From the Nova. But that's incidental. The energy isn't coming from space at all. It's underneath us. It would explain why it's flooded the systems. Too local to make any sense. What is it? The Doctor's ghost thing from... from downstairs? I wouldn't know anything about that. And call me alarmist, if you like. But it strikes me we're not in the best of positions here. We're sitting on a powder keg. Dr. Hawthorne. Doctor, am I glad to see you? Hi, face ache. Oh, you brought Pinky and Perky as well. Great. As cheerful as ever. Doctor, listen. We were attacked 
and I've seen it down there in the basement. You wouldn't believe it. It's lit up like a TV studio, full of light. And this thing, it's pulsing as if it were alive. Edmund, this thing attacked the church. The church? But Jill, she was in the... She was in the church, her and the others. Nothing could be done, Edmund. I'm sorry. Jill? We tried to save her, Mr. Trevithick. Oh, no. No. Oh, Jill. Those poor souls. Edmund, we're going to find this thing and stop it. But first, we need to find out what it is. You still don't know? I can't have an answer to everything. I've spoken to it, though. And, and, and what's clear is that it's incredibly ancient, older than Earth itself. It runs through the planet. Not sure if it's alive in any sense we understand, but it's like a virus or a, a vampire feeding off energy. But what about all the other things that have happened, Doctor? My guess is that, as powerful as it is, it can't feed directly. It needs something to latch on to, to give it time to feed. Memory. That's it, isn't it? Memory. Yes, Edmund. Memory. For the most part. Strong associations, regrets, desires. Think how one thing can stir up a flood of nostalgia in all of us. <laughs> all of us. So, emotion, memory, makes these ghosts come to life. Precisely. And the stronger you believe in it, the more powerful it becomes until you haven't the will to deny it. And then it consumes you. So what can we do? We have to fight it at source. Doctor, you should know this data, it's coming from beneath the ground, not space. Yes, 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 that would make sense. <laughs> Edmund, you said something about the basement. Uh, I don't think you want to head down there, Doctor. I think I know a more direct route. There it is, Doctor. Your Paleolithic quarry. Came across it earlier when I escaped those creatures. Oh, yes. What... What's that? Sonic screwdriver. It screws things, sonically. Now look here, immense disruption in the ground. Man-made. It's an entrance. Ah, oh, you're right, Dr Hawthorne. This is the quarry. What's made it show up, then? This thing has come fully to life, probably for the first time. And it's growing? Yes, expanding under the ground. That's what Edmund must have seen in the lower levels of the station. A tremendous build-up of energy. It's shaken off its earthly shackles, and this is the result. Well, let's see where it goes, shall we? Yes. Ace, Robin, stay here with Dr Hawthorne. Can't I come with you, Doctor? Ace, this is incredibly dangerous. You're too important. I'll look after a Doctor. Right, then. After you, Edmund. Doctor, is it me or is the sky on fire? It's the sentience. It's spreading over the moor, heading for the village. We're running out of time. Should do. Do you smell that, Doctor? Yes, it's decay. It's familiar, is what it is. It reminds me of that corpse I found on the moor. It's getting stronger the further we head on. 
We're heading in the right direction then. Oh, mind your step, Edmund. I think the temperature's just dropped. Oh, I felt it too. Like a cold spot in a haunted house. Doctor, shine that light over here, will you? Look. This must be the quarry. You're right. Smothered by soil over thousands of years. And look here. Figures carved from the limestone. It's like Easter Island. <laughs> that reminds me of an old nightshade episode I once did. The Cavern of Kronos. Myself and this young lad, Jimmy Reynolds, queer as a dog's hind leg he was, we used to call him Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> he played a bobby on the show. We had to go down into this ugly cave, a bit like this, but ours was a set. And, and we had to uncover an ancient evil. Superb episode, that. All the kids loved it. Poor Jimmy there. What happened to Jimmy Reynolds? I wasn't long out of drama school, so he was a bit phased by all the lights and excitement. He was sick in his helmet just before we went on air. Had to get through the whole episode, holding it in his hands. And with the heat of the light, well, you can imagine. Oh, oh the smell. Mm. Oh, I miss those days, Doctor. Did I tell you I'm getting interviewed by the BBC tomorrow? Eh, uh, you didn't know. Well, I am. Hopefully, they'll want a new series. Hmm. What do you think we'll find down here, Doctor? I, I, I honestly don't know, Edmund. In fact, I'm beginning to regret coming into this cave. I suppose I half expected it to be here, waiting for us. As I thought. What if it's on the surface now? I mean, the sky outside, it's on fire. No, 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 no. I'm convinced it's just sending out feelers. The main body's still here. It must be. This has to be it. Oh, Dr. Hawthorne, uh, come in. Over. Doctor, I'm monitoring a slow build-up. The pulse is getting stronger. I think it's coming back. Over. Right. Thank you. Ow. Had enough, Dr. Hawthorne? <sighs> mm-hmm. Now I know it's not from space. It's not such a burning issue. I was giving myself a heart attack trying to make sense of it. It turns out to be just nonsense. This thing below us flooding our systems. How are you managing anyway, Robin? The old man told me about your stepdad. I... Um, I'm sorry to hear about that. Well, I haven't really had time to process it. Considering the mess we're in, I can understand that. You must be exhausted. I am. I don't think I've ever been so tired. That's shock. It's how we react. I suppose I'm just staying strong for him. Keeping my wits about me. Good. That, that's an exploding star, right? On the monitor? Correct. Our own private Nova. Hmm. So, what's the difference between that and a supernova? Well, ah, a supernova's an old star. Oh. It is. Its centre gets hotter and hotter till it tries to burn heavier elements. Helium, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, silicon... And iron! So... Well, when the centre of a star is made of iron, it has an energy crisis because the thermonuclear fusion of iron absorbs energy instead of releasing it. Then the star collapses like a house of cards and boom! You're remarkably well informed. The doctor taught me everything I know. Anyway, they're very rare. 
One of the reasons we're here is to look for their remains. We call them pulsars. Yeah, so the iron core collapses and becomes so dense that the... Um, oh, uh, atomic nuclei? Yeah, the atomic nuclei are crushed together. It spins on its axis and produces pulses that we can detect with the telescope. Oh, all right. <laughs> cool. Anything else you'd like to know? Yeah. Tell me how long you'll be staying around. Oh. Well... That's something I haven't really had time to think about. Well, you said the doctor wants to stop travelling, that he wants to settle down, retire. Yeah, that's what he said, Robin. And if he does, is he likely to do that here? Like I said earlier, I'm not so sure he can retire. He's, he's the doctor, exploring and helping others. That's what he does. Besides, he's got universes to choose from. I doubt he'll choose Yorkshire in the late 60s. <laughs> Tell me about the future, Ace. Will things be okay? I can't tell you that. It's not fair. You'd be expecting things. Or dreading them. Well, there is one way of making sure I just take things as they come. What's that? Stay with me. Edmund! I think this was a foolish idea. We might have to head back. But we came here to confront it, Doctor. Yes, that's what I intended to do. But I don't even know what this thing truly is. Never mind how to stop it. Oh, what was I thinking? There. There it is, Doctor. Remarkable. Quite remarkable. Beautiful, in fact. Song of the Siren. You feel that? Waves of heat? Yes. Right, Edmund. You need to clear your mind. It's the only way to remain safe. Oh, no. What do we do now, Doctor? I don't know, Edmund. We shouldn't be here. Oh, I've made a mistake. We have to turn back. Come on. We can't let this thing win, Doctor. After all, it's done. After the hell it's caused, the lives it's taken, we have to act now. But it's too strong. I need more time to think. Come on, back to the tracking station. This thing is growing and it's going to devour us if we don't leave now. Come on! Oh, no! Them again! They're blocking the exit there. No, 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 Edmund. Don't remember them. Uh, it's, it's no use, Doctor. But they can have no existence without you. Clear your mind. I can't get rid of them. I never will. No matter how hard I try, these beasts are part of me. Uh, 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 I've never been a real hero, Doctor. Not like the old Professor Nightshade. Not, not how people thought I was. Not like you. I've always been a bit of a coward. Flat feet. Catering corps in the war. Never quite got to do my bit, except on the box when I was the professor. I was adored. There'll be another way. There has to be. And I'll figure it out. I can't we will be a figure coward it out. anymore. Just clear your mind. I've told you it's no use. It's odd, isn't it? You forget what you want to remember. You always remember what you want to forget. Use the chance I'm giving, my dear fellow. Edmund! When I tell you to run, run. And don't look back. Never look back.
I know that this is what I have to do, Doctor. These are the vanguard of the invading force from a distant world. If I have to die, then I'm not going to die on my knees begging. I'm going to die on my feet fighting. <coughs> run, Doctor, run! I regret bringing you down here, Edmund. I'm so sorry. Run. I will stop this thing, Edmund. I'll find a way. Run, Doctor. Ah! Is that... Is that it? Is that all this fight you've got? Is that the best you can do? Are you all right? What happened? Where's Mr. Trevithick? Oh, God. Edmund's gone. It's because of him I made it back alive. He saved my life. What were you trying to do? I'm not sure. I thought I could reason with it. I'd already spoken to it once. I thought I might find out how to stop it. And did you? I failed, Ace. Simply grown more powerful. Don't blame yourself, Doctor. You've done your best. No one could ask for more. But no one did ask. I came here to get away from this. There's no rest for me. I got involved yet again. But what I don't understand is why it, whatever it is, has suddenly become more active. I mean, if what you said is right, it's been here millions of years. I don't think it was strong enough. Those incidents in the past, the Civil War ghosts, things before that even, it, it must have detected them, uh, made what it could of the situation without being fully aware. Like some hibernating animal turning over in its sleep. Exactly. For some reason, it's never realised its full potential. Perhaps because this has always been such an underpopulated place. No food. Or at least, not sufficient to give it a critical mass. Until they built this place on top of it. Yes. All that activity, followed by huge amounts of electricity. So, it acted as a lure? Yes. It started sending out feelers, gauging the potential energy of the village population. So many people with fond memories. Oh, that's horrible. It's only trying to survive, like all the rest of us. What can we do, then? I'm not sure anymore, Ace. Oh, I can't think. It's OK, Doctor. Come on. You'll be fine. You always are. Help us. Give us some ideas. I don't know what to do. Not this time. I'm sorry. I think he's lost it, Ace. You can see that. We can't wait for him. It's up to us. We need to get out of this village. And how do we do that if this thing prevents us? And if we do get out, what then? Call the police? The army? Look, we haven't a clue how to even begin to fight it. Besides... Besides what? I have to believe in the Doctor. Otherwise, there's no point in going on. OK? OK. OK, fine. Right. OK. <sighs> right. I need to try something. Robin, this involves you. What? I need you to sit down. Sit down? Whatever it is you're doing, you better do it quickly because it's reached the village. It's destroying everything.
Robin. I need... I need you to remember Lawrence for me. You need... Sorry, what? Lawrence, remember him. As he was. Is. What are you doing? Exactly what you taught me. To face fear and not run away from it. Think of your stepdad, Robin. Trust me. Okay. Remember Gabriel Chase, Doctor? No, 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 Ace. You don't know what you're doing. It'll destroy you. I have to know if you've succeeded, Doctor. That we've both come through it together. It's the only way to make you see. You're the only hope we've got of destroying this thing. No, Ace. Concentrate, Robin. Remember. Concentrate. Remember. Robin! 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 Oh, I'm so proud of you. Your mum would be too. I love you, son. What's that? What is it? Robin! Lawrence? Ace! He's all right, Doctor. He's fine. It's this thing that's in trouble. Robin! Lawrence! It's not Lawrence, Robin. Whatever it is, it's not him. It's not Lawrence. Say it. Believe it! It's not him. It's not him. You're not Lawrence! You're not Lawrence. I deny your reality. He denies your reality. You have no claim over him! Made! Made! There's nothing here for you! Get out! Get out of here! Get out! Ace? Robin, you okay? I think so. See? I knew what I was doing, Doctor. Now, can you face your memories? Your past. Me? <sighs> Dr. Hawthorne, show me your Nova. Sure thing, Doctor. Concentrate and remember. At your mark, Doctor. Right. Now! One day, I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. Until then... There must be no regrets, no tears, no anxieties. Just go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. Goodbye, Susan. Goodbye, Susan. Goodbye, my dear. Grandfather? Susan? I'm here, Grandfather. Tell me who you are. I'm Susan. Yes, you're Susan. Tell me why you're here. Tell me what you seek. I've always been here. There's always been me. But... But? There must be more than this. There must have been a better time. Not this need. A better time, a simpler time. That's what we all yearn for. The pain of wanting to belong somewhere. To go home. Rest. You have to keep feeding. At first, I had only to consume very little and was content. But I have grown now, and the need has grown with me. 
here till the need is gone. I shall consume. Now, Dr. Hawthorne, now! Doctor! That's it. All systems overridden and concentrating on Bellatrix. Can't you feel it? Can't you feel that? All that energy? What is that? A star. An exploding star pushing outwards in a pure, brilliant surge of energy and light. Can you feel it? Can you taste it? The energy of a whole star. It's all yours. Take it. Take it. I can feel it. I can taste it. There it goes. It's leaving. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yes, I'm fine as well, thanks. What happened to it? It's gone. For good. Gone where? Gone to find its star. Three point two five. Hmm. What's he doing? I'm not sure. What is it, Professor? That's nineteen. Listen, Ace. What we talked about earlier. You are going to tell him, aren't you? I promised, didn't I? When are you going to do it? Just give me a moment. Doctor? Ace, I have a theory. We need to get back to the TARDIS. No, listen. Doctor. Hmm? I... I've decided to stay. Stay? Here. With Robin. I've decided that I want to put down roots, Professor. After all that's happened here, I think you might have a point. I do? I think it could be time to stop aimlessly wandering and interfering. Settling down and enjoying the quiet life might be what we both need. So, I've decided to stay. I see. Hmm. I've been doing some thinking as well, Ace, about my retirement. Go on. When I told you... I genuinely believed that I could walk away from it all. The exploring, the danger. I believed that there could be a life of peace out there for me and that I should perhaps seek it out. But? You were right, Ace. 
I can't seem to tear myself away from it. From this. I am the doctor. I help people. That's what I do. So, what are you going to do? Just go on and continue travelling? Exactly that. I mean, you don't have to worry about me. I'll be all right. I really will miss you. Well, I shall miss you too, dearies. Saying goodbye to you was something I'd never thought about, actually. I thought we'd be travelling together forever, but... Oh, goodbyes are hard, aren't they? Saying goodbye doesn't mean anything, Ace. It's the time we spent together that matters. And you shouldn't be saying goodbye to me. You should be saying hello to a brand new adventure right here in Crook Marshall. You're right, Professor, as always. Hmm. Listen, would you do one last thing for me? Of course, anything. I want to test out this theory. Would you come with me in the TARDIS for the last time? Yeah, I will. Why not? Dr. Hawthorne, hmm? listen over. What's the distance from Earth? About 110 parsecs. Of course. Right, we must go. Oh, you'll try and hurry back, right? Oh, I'll have Ace back here before you can say John Robinson. I'll be back soon. I promise. Wait for me. Oh, Lord. I will. Young love. Oh, she's great. Mm. So, <clears throat> what are you going to do now, Dr Hawthorne? I've no idea. Suppose I should think about what I'm going to tell the government when they see the state of their trucking station. Mm. Doubt I'll stay in Crook Marsham much longer after that. And where will you go? Well, I was thinking of taking some time off. Go back to Leamington for a while. I've got family there. Sounds nice. They do say Leamington is the Venice of the West Midlands. Do they? Venice must be horrible. I'll have you back in two shakes, Ace. Thank you for coming with me. Least I could do. It feels strange knowing that I'm never going to be back in the TARDIS after this. And it'll feel strange when you've gone. No more adventures. Not quite over yet, though. We still have to test my theory. Which is what, Professor? Right. The Nova is 110 parsecs away, or thereabouts. What's that distance in light years? Oh, um... There's 3.259 light years to a parsec, or 19 trillion, 160 million miles. So? Uh, about 330 light years? About, yes. But I'm willing to bet on another figure. What's that? 324. Ah, I knew it. It's travelling backwards in time. Backwards? Yes. Despite the enormous amount of energy pouring from that dying Nova, the sentience can't consume it properly. It's just too far away. It has to get closer, back to when the star exploded, so it can feast. Fingers crossed, we should be able to get there first. Get where, Doctor? Croup Marsham, 1644. The light from the exploding star has taken 324 years to get to Earth, which means... That it actually went Nova in 1644. You are devious, Doctor. Quite! <laughs> I believe the sentience will follow the fossil radiation back to when it was new by going back through time. 
But how can you be so exact? I guess. The sentience must have returned to its normal state and remained undisturbed as its future self arrives. That's the sentience leaving to find its star. Oh. Doctor? What is it? The star's finished. Dead. The sentience must have sensed it diminishing. Now it's roaming freely through space, consuming everything it comes across. An eater of stars, Ace. Where's it going now? Out of the galaxy, towards Andromeda, M31. The Great Spiral. What's it looking for? Another Nova? Nope. Better than that. A supernova. Ah, there you are. It's found one. And a large one, too. <gasps> what now? Remember what I told you, Ace, about supernovas? Uh, oh, it turns into a pulsar, right? Correct. Unless the core of the star is too massive for the neutrons to support it against gravity. In which case, the core continues to collapse. And it'll continue to collapse until the gravity at the centre is strong enough. Strong enough? For what? To form a black hole. Just like it's doing now. Over. It's been consumed. You sure, Professor... Doctor? When I was the professor, I was adored. (laughs) You know, I think a professor is a very fine thing to be. Well? Well. I suppose it's time you were getting back. Yeah. I suppose it is. I'm really going to miss all of this, Doctor. You will be okay, won't you? You know, the Elizabethans thought nostalgia was a diagnosable disease. Perhaps they were right. Thanks to you, Ace, I know that what's done is done and there's no sense in living in the past. The only way for me is forward. Always forward. Righto. Now, Earth. Crook Marsham. 1968. Here we go! Well, here we are. I'm sure our paths will cross again, Ace. Someday. Professor, I... Please. What's wrong? Uh, I don't know if I can go through with this, Professor. With what? Leaving you. The TARDIS. For this. When I said I'd... Don't think you could retire and put down roots. I'm beginning to doubt if I ever could, either. Lace, what about Robin? He's here, waiting for you. I know he is. And I want to be with him, but this place is not my home. It's not my place. 
My home's the TARDIS. My place is with you, exploring the universe, isn't it? Oh. I have to make a choice, don't I? Sometimes the hardest choices in life are not between good and bad or right and wrong, but between two goods. Robin and yourself could move to another village, start afresh. I know we could. Be sure to think hard about the choices you're about to make. It's your future, after all. And don't hurry. Time, there's plenty of it. I'll be in the TARDIS. Okay, Professor. My name is Sophie Aldred and I am playing Ace. Is that you? Ace? What the hell is that? I don't know, but we need to move now! Yes, I've, I've often had very dodgy boyfriends, haven't I? But this one seems alright, actually. This one seems to be, uh, be okay. Bit smitten, love at first sight. She just, uh, she, obviously mutual, complete fancying going on. Yes, it's it's been very nice actually to do some kind of emotional scenes and some sort of developmental scenes rather than running around chucking Nitro 9. Hello. Hi. And you are? Ace. Ace? Lovely to meet you, Ace. Right, well, uh, I have to get going. Got a few errands to run. See you later, perhaps. Nice chap. Now then, Ace. Ace. That's the, such a weird thing, of course, with doing these audios because, you know, I'm I'm now middle aged, obviously, and uh, the people who are coming in to play my friends and boyfriend, etc., are all uh, in their twenties. So it's quite funny. I mean, I it'd be interesting to ask them what it's like working with somebody, you know, who's a lot older, uh, pretending to be there boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Uh, I wanted to ask you about your friend. Ace? Yeah, Ace. Her real name's Dorothy, <laughs> but she wouldn't thank me for telling you. I'm Samuel Barnett, and I'm playing Robin Yeadon, and also some insectoids. 
Well, you said the doctor wants to stop travelling, that he wants to settle down, retire. Yeah, that's what he said, Robin. And if he does, is he likely to do that here? No, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to be Ace's boyfriend. It's amazing, isn't it? And, like, she hasn't changed. And vocally, as well, Sophie sounds exactly the same to my ear as she did back then. Like, her voice is just completely ageless, which is amazing. I was thrilled to be approached to be in this because um, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan and I was absolutely one of those kids that hid behind the sofa and peeked out from behind it in order to watch it and Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred were my Doctor and companion when I was growing up so I was even more thrilled when I realised it was them Ace, Robin, uh, stay here with Doctor Hawthorne. Can't I come with you Doctor? Ace, this is incredibly dangerous and you're too important I'll look after a Doctor Right, um, after you, Edmund. They're, they're both brilliant. It's so nice to um, be working with them. And no, God, if you told my eight-year-old self that I would be working with them and playing Ace's boyfriend, well, I wouldn't have believed it. My name is John Castle and I'm playing Trevithick, and who also himself plays Nightshade. Yes, he's a bit sort of pathetic, really, and, and redeems himself at at the end, which is what I'm hoping to do. <laughs> I've never been a real hero, Doctor. Not like the old Professor Nightshade. Not, not how people thought I was. Not like you. I've always been a bit of a coward. Flat feet. Catering corps in the war. Never quite got to do my bit. Except on the box when I was the Professor. I was adored. I rather like this one because it's got a wonderful mix of comedy and horror. It's, uh, it seems to me to be absolutely finely balanced between the two. It's really good. I think I can stop it, but we need to get outside first. I think, you know, in, in one's dreams and nightmares, um, that's what the nightmare is. It's one's own fear and horrors and whatever, night horrors and, you know. Um, so it's very, it's very real, this idea that it's the horror is bringing hell and damnation down on you. Uh, my name is Kyle Sikora and I am the writer uh, who adapted the novel. Um, I was familiar with the story. Um, I hadn't read the book until um, I was asked uh, by Mark Gatiss, the writer of the novel. He was very um, supportive, naturally. I mean, this is his baby. Uh, a lot of back and forth ideas. Um, can I do this? Is it okay to do that? And usually it'll just be, yeah. <laughs> you know, for someone, you know, of, he, he had so much trust in me and. Uh, but you know that's that's it's quite daunting. It's quite terrifying. Um, but I do love. Uh, I, I yeah, I, I love spending time with with him working on this. It was. Um, it wasn't sort of 
uncomfortable or you know I didn't feel I, I felt the pressure obviously but it was a good pressure he, he had so much trust in me and uh, that's that's it's quite daunting it's quite terrifying my bedroom looked like a crime scene wall right it was just it was just pictures and notes and uh, and and scribblings writings of a, of a lunatic um, so something when you you really think about when you listen to big Finnish audio dramas they they managed to create worlds with very little going into it I got the book as soon as I got the book I I read it just familiarizing myself with um, the story, the characters, because it was a lot longer, the original. Um, so a lot of cutting to do. And <laughs> I still somehow wound up uh, being this ridiculously long... It's like, like a two-hour-long like two film or something. But, you know, you, you work in a, a different medium, visual. That's what I work with. It's nice to sort of get that, that, that challenge, you know. You're going to have to cut all of this, cut all of that, get it back down to what, it, what it's about, the story, the characters... I've learned so much um, because you, it, it was Scott, John Dorney, just a wonderful crew who have to, you know, pull you aside and say, that's not how you do it. You're working with audio now and then, you know, correct you on your wrongs. It's a collaboration. You can't do everything on your own. Um, people come forward with, like, with these ideas and, you know, you, you write it down and it just, it's, it's poetry, you know. So I found myself after after a few, a few little uh, notes. Really enjoyed writing for Sylvester and Sophie. Um, them scenes of the two together. Doctor. Hmm. I. I've decided to stay. Stay here, with Robin. That was really challenging. That was really really challenging. I stayed with Mark for about a month, um, watching. All of the old Seven Doctor episodes, trying to just get a, a flavour of you know how how do they how do they talk, how do they speak. It, that, there's that one scene where Sylvester is alone and he's talking. Uh, he was originally going to be, going to be in, a, in a monastery, uh, being broody. I just couldn't get the dialogue. I just couldn't get it right. I just couldn't get it on the page. Mark said, "Just go back to um, those. You know, there's, there's, there's plenty of scenes in in, in Sylvester's." Turn as, as the doctor, where he is just alone and he's mysterious and he's enigmatic and he's, you know, go back and, and visit them, which I did and uh, yeah, came quite quickly. Sometimes you just need that person there to, to sort of give you a kick. Have I ever talked to you about Susan? Don't think so. Girlfriend? <laughs> My granddaughter. We were from the same planet. I enrolled her in the school when I came to Earth with the hand of Omega. We saw so much in our time together. And there's not a day that passes when I don't think about her. Um, the changes, in hindsight, you realise that it's, all, it's for the well, budget and it's for the best. It actually turned out, I think, to be better. Yeah, the changes, good changes, but, I mean, the ending, that was the one which a lot of people were sort of um, trying to get their heads over. Um, because the uh, the doctor doesn't return Ace, uh, to Earth. He takes it to some sort of alien planet, and she's it, it's not that she realizes that it's not Earth, and then she goes running back into the TARDIS, screaming, and the doctor's not there. Um, in fact, their their relationship was quite frosty throughout the the, the original, throughout the book. Um, so having to completely strip that away and put it back into more about the the um, his retirement. Um, that was a that was a big one. You know what will Ace do? 
Here we are. Uh, I... I'm I... sure our paths will cross again, Ace. Someday. <laughs>